everybody. You're tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right. It's me. I, uh, you know, I made an episode yesterday, so I'm not really sure why I'm here right now at this moment. But I just, I have literally been up all night since my last episode. My last episode was a bit of a, of some hardball, and I just, I just gotta, I just gotta clear the air, I just, I kind of think we need to just have a chat for a little bit about the shit that Becky sees, and I know that I'm not allowed to complain about fucking anything, but boy, I tell you, I'm here to complain, and I don't understand what it is about non-binary that gets people so confused. So I've decided to approach it from a second episode, continuing off of my rant from the last one, supposedly. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know where this is going to go. But, uh, let's just, let's just be, let's be upfront. Non-binary definition is a spectrum of gender identities that are not exclusively masculine or feminine identities outside of the gender binary. In this case, the gender binary is the human gender spectrum. So we're not going to talk about other species. That's why I said humans. You know, we're not talking about dogs or chinchillas or whatever. We're talking about humans. And humans are born with a variety of genders. They're not just male or female. There are intersex variations of people. And there's their chromosomal variations. That's what that is. They're not chosen identities. People are not born thinking, I'm intersex. Some of them are. Uh, but uh, intersex is a chromosomal condition that you're born with. So I, it's extremely trendy nowadays to be genderqueer. It's extremely trendy to be non-binary. And I would be lying if I said that I would, was not aware of that at some point. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I wanted to start a podcast to talk about these things because I see a lot of information about it that is kind of just all over the fucking place and the facts are facts it's a concept it's an ideology and while there are physically intersex people there are people born between the genders um a lot of people that are quote born within the normal genders within the normal gender spectrum that don't have uh chromosomal abnormalities that make their genitalia present differently to the world a lot of people identify with the sort of between sexes feeling and if you understand uh the sex hormones what you learn is that men and women and intersex people everybody on the whole human spectrum has a balance of sex hormones unless you've had a hysterectomy and your body does not have any ability to produce estrogen and you are only on testosterone injections which is 
the situation that some trans men find themselves later down the road in their transition, you have estrogen in your body. Uh no matter who you are. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, oddly enough, uh, a trans man is the only, you know, down the road, potentially the only man that wouldn't have any estrogen. Uh, All cis men have estrogen. Their balls make estrogen. Um, So, if you are an assigned male at birth person and you identify as non-binary and you are thinking about microdosing hormones to, to transition to your non-binary self, they will prescribe you estrogen and they might also prescribe you spirolactin, um, spir- or spiro, a lot of people call it spiro, and basically spiro is an anti-androgen and it like strips your muscle mass away and it kind of like makes your dick not work it's an anti-androgen so it's kind of like the anti-testosterone it cancels tries to cancel out the effects of the testosterone with the hope that the estrogen will then be able to kick in and work better uh if you're a trans woman you are already familiar with spiro and estrogen and uh a variety of other medicinal interventions that they offer for trans women. Um, and a lot of them hate Spiro. A lot of trans women hate Spiro. Just saying. Um, so to be a non-binary person who is uh, interested in exploring uh, gender through medicinal intervention, through medical intervention, um, they, there's just so much there's so much misinformation so much misinformation I have found more misinformation than otherwise when I when I went to make yesterday's episode I did a bunch of research for like two weeks before this episode I've pretty much just been googling I just stayed up all night just been googling shit every single thing that I come up with is slightly misleading or incorrect the only information that I can find that isn't potentially dangerous is the stuff that talks about genderqueer as a concept, as an ideology, and not a practice. Not something that you go to the doctor to get genderqueered. You cannot make yourself intersex. If you are not already intersex, you you should not... I, I'm sorry, I made this as a very unpopular opinion. You should not be trying to make yourself intersex. Um, now, if you are a non-binary person who is transgender and you are not in the right, they're on the right side and you want to switch sides, there's medicine for that. There's help for that. There's whole programs for that. That's what the transgender movement is about. But if you're a non-binary person who doesn't need medical intervention to change from one gender to the other medically transitioning to the middle is the the same techniques if they are the same techniques as full-blown transgender people it's the same techniques just but in a smaller dose for a smaller extended period of time 
NBC claims that it is a slower, easier, less scary version of transition. That's what the cis people see it as. The people who are not doing this see it as a very slow transgenderness. The genderqueer me, the blog that I am so angry about, I'm just going to pull it up. Where is it? Where are you, genderqueer me? Started. They started their transition in uh, 2011, and then they stopped blogging. The last post that they made was June of 2015. No, the last post that they made was in October 2015, and... It's quite literally titled Testosterone, Are You There? It's me, Micah. Um, so now he's like, I think that my... Uh, testosterone dose is too low. You don't say. This person, this person just didn't want to get body hair. And I understand that, uh, I understand that the body hair is not something that you'd want. Not necessarily. Like, my ass is just, like, fur. Just pure fur. Uh, my pants swish in a completely new way. Um, I love it. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. But I can imagine that if you were... A very image conscious person, you might not like not having control over the changes that happen to you as you transition. A lot of trans people are freaked out by the changes that happen to them as they transition. A lot of them pause. This is again, this is kind of just a repeat of the last fucking episode. But my point is no one chooses their gender presentation 100%. Non-binary, in my opinion, is supposed to be the safe haven. It's the safe haven for people who have mismatched gender presentation, either naturally or on purpose. And that's, you know, I, I identify as both. So don't insult me. Don't try to insult me by saying that I'm both. Don't try to insult me by calling me a fag or calling me a dyke. I'm non-binary and I'm gay and none of those, none of those, none of those rubber bullets stick to me. They're just bouncing right back into you. So I, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm confused because I identify as non-binary Still, I still do. I don't think I will ever stop identifying as non-binary. Non being non-binary does not invalidate my identity as a transgender man at all. Unless I tell it to the wrong transgender person. If I say it to a binary person 
or a, a binary trans person or a binary cis person they usually see my non-binary identity as invalidating of my identity as a trans man and that's very frustrating i feel erased but that's the nature of non-binary is to be erased i'm not sure what the goal here is folks what is your goal with the non-binary stuff? Is it to make every single person in the world non-binary? Is it to make all pronouns they? Is it to steal gender from cis and trans folk alike? So that no one has a gender, we are all non-binary? That was never my plan. And I'd, I'd caution you away from making that your plan because that is non-consensual to other people who do not identify as non-binary. And I'm sorry, but just because somebody doesn't know about your non-binary identity does not mean that they are actively erasing it. Did you catch that? Just because somebody doesn't know does not mean that they are actively erasing it. Just because somebody uses the wrong pronouns doesn't mean that they hate non-binary people. Just because you look a certain way does not make you more non-binary than someone else. I understand that you might want to feel comfortable in your own skin, and you might want to seek HRT to feel more comfortable in your own skin. But if you talk to any doctor, any endocrinologist about the long-term effects of squashing both sides of your hormones with microdoses that are just kind of giving you problems or Spiro for no reason. Spiro for no reason is like, why? You know, um, I, I cannot imagine taking Spiro. I, some, I, I read a non-binary article where they, uh, they were an AMAB person and they were like, my doctor put me on Spiro and I hated it, so I stopped taking it. And then they res responded to my lack of taking the Spiro with prescribing me more Spiro. And I, I, I was like kind of blown away by how much, uh, how much non-compliance <laughs> there was in that one uh, thing. Uh, a tremendous amount of non-compliance. You should not be lying to your doctor about how much you're taking. And you shouldn't just be like, stop taking it and then have the blood work come back. They get your blood work you and then you respond by not telling them what you've been doing so that they respond by interpreting that as, well, you need more Spiro because it's not working. That's what happened there. This person interpreted it as, I don't want to be on Spiro. They wanted me to be on tons of Spiro. No, honey. They wanted you to, to, to do the gender transition therapies that they are used to being able to prescribe to people. You were non-compliant and did not communicate. They responded by increasing your prescription. That is literally what, would it, what it would be. If I went to the doctor and had blood work and stopped taking my testosterone, if I stopped taking my testosterone and had blood work done, my levels would come back very, very low. And my doctor would say, oh man, you need to be on more testosterone and heat up my dose. 
would I go go write an article about how my evil transgender doctor is forcing me into the gender binary by raising my dose against my will? No! I'm not gonna do that because that's not what happened! I lied to my doctor and they responded! That's how it works! Oh my god, people! You're not, you're not suffering from self-inflicted wounds because of other people. You are suffering from self-inflicted wounds because of yourself. Yourself! You cannot see whether or not someone is non-binary. You cannot assume that someone is non-binary. How preposterous! How offensive! How preposterously offensive is it to to tell me that now that I am a transmasculine person, I am not non-binary because of your opinion of my gender identity? Notice how I have not once said that any of these non-binary people are non are not non-binary. I have never done that, and yet. I, as a trans man, am somehow not allowed to be non-binary because I don't look androgynous or I don't want like blah 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 blah. Go fuck yourself. So non-binary is an ideology that no one looks like. You can cross present. No one is saying that you can't do that. What your body does not want to do is be stuck in the middle between sex hormones. It will give you dry skin. It will give you low libido. It will give you digestion problems. Ask me. I know because I had in-betweener hormones and it made me sick. It also fucks up your immune system. I don't know why you'd want to start microdosing hormones during a pandemic. You're going to have to go to the doctor every three months, get your shit checked. And your immune system is wrecked. Your immune system is wrecked. So, I again, I just... I cannot sleep at night thinking that anybody thinks that mad about it thinks that non-binary is a look. I can't sleep at night with that. I can't take that for an answer. Non-binary is not a look. No one looks more or less non-binary. And again, trans trans people are always like, oh, the detransitioners are pairing up with the TERFs and they're taking over the world and telling the New York Times that transgender therapies are dangerous and wrong. No, I don't think that's the problem. I think uh, the problem here is that some non-binary people are internally very transphobic. And they, they don't really understand that. <laughs> they don't really understand that... Uh, 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 trans people do not control 100% of their gender presentation. A lot of them are trying to desperately so that they can pass in society as the gender that they want to pass as. Um, but I guess that's the, the root of the problem is in a binary society where you are either or the or people that are stuck in the middle do not get properly recognized. 
You're not going to be properly recognized as a non-binary person in a society where the majority of people living in it do not respect a third gender. So until there is a third gender that everyone acknowledges and everyone respects, that's not going to happen. And when that happens, are you going to tell me that that third category, the third gender category is going to accurately describe everyone in it? and accurately describe everybody's individual identity within it? Absolutely not. That's why we came up with an umbrella term called non-binary, gender, queer, gender fluid, where you can just be yourself without having to defend it. You can just be yourself. If you are seeking hormonal transition, you need to keep in mind that any doctor you work with is putting their medical license on the line for your care. If you have a blood clot and die from the HRT that they gave you, that's on them. You're dead. You don't give a shit. You're dead. That's on them. They don't want to they don't want to work with people who are who don't follow their instructions, who stop taking the meds and don't tell them, who lie, who who uh, take more hormones illegally without telling them, because guess what, it's all going to show up in their blood work, and the doctor doesn't trust you for a fucking second, and it does not matter if you're a cis person or a trans person, it does not fucking matter, the doctor does not trust you if you're blood work comes out like fucking crazy and their prescriptions have been the same they're gonna they're they're immediately going to look elsewhere how do i know one time at pre 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 t just regular fat lady at the end though i was getting my blood work done and i had a lab error. The lab made a mistake on my testosterone test as a t as a pre-t woman, and my doctor accused me of starting testosterone illegally without her, because my test was so high that it was as if I had been on testosterone. And her demeanor tensed up. She immediately assumed that I was doing black market hormones. We ordered the test again. I had to pay for another fucking testosterone test. I go in. It comes back completely normal level for a pretty, pretty woman. That is just what it was. She apologized because she accused me of, of illicitly taking hormones. And, uh, and then the next meeting, I went in and I said that I actually kind of wanted to be on hormones. And she told me that I needed to change endos because she didn't know any enough about that to feel comfortable doing it herself. Again, if you are going to an endocrinologist, they put their license on the line to take care of you. If they don't feel comfortable working with transgender people, it's not always even because they are transphobic. Sometimes it's just because they don't have any other trans patients. They don't have any experience. They wouldn't know what to do. They don't feel comfortable. That's what happened to me. And I tell you, I was so depressed and anxious at the time that I was refused HRT from my endo that I thought she was transphobic. But 
I kind of just kept it to myself. And I said, well, do you know any doctors that do that? And she referred me to the, uh, I'll just tell you, the UofL uh, Transgender Clinic. And the UofL Transgender Clinic referred me to my current endocrinologist. So I, I, in retrospect, she was not being a bigot. She was just speaking from her expertise. And I tell you, there's a lot of young people on Reddit who are looking for advice. And when they get an opinion they don't like, they think they're being discriminated against. And um, as a young person who's who was very headstrong, as a young a youngish person who's still very headstrong, I understand. But not everybody is a transphobe. Not everybody is a non-binary phobe. Not everybody is out there trying to attack your gender identity. I feel attacked as a non-binary trans man for not being non-binary enough to even be considered a non-binary person. That's pretty insulting. So I, I, I just, I can't just sit here and keep biting my tongue. It's fucking bruised, you know? And, um, uh, you can't look non-binary. Cis men, cis-born AMAB people, those people can be non-binary too. Y'all know that? Uh, <laughs> I will remember this argument with my gay best friend in quotations, strong quotations around best friend right now, um, about how trans means feminine. To him, it meant feminine, to make yourself more feminine. That's what transgender means to him. As a gay man who has a butch lesbian friend who transitioned to become a man, he sees all trans people as people that are trying to be feminine. So, as a transmasculine, non-binary person, that journey much just shits spits and pisses on all parts of my identity and he laughed when I got mad he laughed he got la- he laughed at my anger when I was mad at him and I have not talked to this friend uh, I, I mean I've been basically fighting with him all summer and I just don't fi- I just don't talk to him anymore because he's invalidating of my identity as a man as a non-binary person as as all of it he just invalidates everything that I'm trying to say and do is that my problem? or his problem. That's his problem. If you have someone in your life who is non-stop invalidating your non-binary identity, guess what? It's not me. It's also not you. It might be them, but it also just might be the nature of the beast. How do you validate something that is abstract? If you are non-binary, you are essentially saying, I have faith that men and women are on a spectrum greater than we can see. That there is more than the binary. I know a lot of you, I am a not religious person. I don't give a shit about religion, but it gives me tools to understand. And I can't help but acknowledge the leap of faith that it takes to be a non-binary person. It is a literal leap of faith. You have to say, people might not even see me for who I am. They might not read me for who I am. They may not understand me. 
in the body that I have, but I understand that man and woman and intersex are a spectrum and that there is no such thing as man. There is no such thing as woman. There is just a spectrum of gender across the whole human condition. And again, what does that look like? I don't I don't think it has a look. I don't think it does. And I think it's it's toxic. Just flat out to say that you look non-binary. I think it's fucking toxic. And to me, whenever anybody says, oh, uh, you look non-binary, to me, that's just saying, that's a club I can't get into. Because as, as far as I've been concerned, looks are just a club that I can't get into. So, you know, my some of my friends are like, why don't you put a picture of yourself on the podcast? Especially now that I've transitioned, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you put your picture of yourself? Why don't you put a, a face to the name? So that way people people will associate you and that your podcast will do better because you have a fucking face to your podcast. Every single resource on the internet for trans people is just trans people taking pictures of themselves and talking about their experiences with the medicines and the results of the physical appearance of the medicine. And I have a moral conflict with any sort of physical appearance meaning anything. It just does not mean anything. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to live my life as a trans person at the mercy of how people perceive my gender. My gender is my fucking gender. It's mine. Hands off my gender. It's ridiculous. These people trying to tell me that I both, you know, have to look a certain way and have to identify a certain way because of Go fuck yourself to hell. I just, I'm so mad. And you know something? The, the real thing, the real thing that put me in this fucking chair right now is a fucking meme I saw from a genderqueer person who's claiming that non-binary people receive more violence than binary trans folk at the hands of binary trans folk. Wrap your head around that one, folks. I had no idea that I was out here punching non-binary people in the face every day because I'm a binary trans folk now. I, again, why is it that because I look like a man, I am a binary trans person. Because I'm on the medicinal regimen of a binary trans person, why does that force me to be a binary trans person? Is your microdose the thing that makes you non-binary? I don't think so. I thought it was the way you felt inside. The same way that the way I feel inside makes me a man. The same way that the way I feel inside makes me a non-binary person. I can... I can coexist with these identities, folks. And so can you. And can you do me a favor? And the next time somebody says you look non-binary, just spit in their fucking face. I don't give a shit what pandemic is going on. If somebody says, wow, you look like a non-binary person, just elbow them. Go to jail. Fuck it. I don't care. You know something? When you go to jail, you're going to be forced into an either a male or a female prison. There's no non-binary prison because we don't live in a non-binary society. We just don't. 
you can live in a binary, non-binary society, I can live in a non-binary society, and that is essentially an ideology that I live with that has no real-life practice. Because when I went to the Clerk County Department to change my name, I did not have a choice to change my name to non-binary. I could have. I could have just changed my name to non-binary. Um, and then I would have had to explain my identity to every single person that I met. Much like my lived experience of telling people that I'm non-binary. I mean, when you tell someone that you're non-binary, uh, they pretty much just throw it out the window. They need to know your pronouns and your name, and they don't care about anything else. And the truth is, is uh, much like my uh, very, very stupid and very, very wise uh, gay BF uh, said, trans to a lot of people is just one thing. It's just make yourself feminine. So um, identifying as non-binary, people that don't respect that just see you as a woman no matter what. So um, that's been my experience. My experience talking to gay people who are progressive and liberal and love yourself all those people, uh, those people are, um, lying. <laughs> They're lying! Yay! Epiphany! And, um, if you need someone to hold your hand and validate your non-binary identity every moment of every day, then I don't know what you think trans people are do- going through. I don't know what experience you think they're having that that the non-binary people are being silenced and oppressed by the binary trans folk at in- incredible numbers and there are no non-binary people left because they have been silenced by the wave of powerful, influential binary trans people. So yeah. I get frustrated because uh, I have never not been non-binary, but now that I'm a trans man, I guess I'm less. And uh, uh, I am so sick of fighting about this. I think I might just, I might just like, I might even just like never even talk about this ever again. Borderline, just like, hold up, leave, quit. Um... If your goal of being non-binary is to get a whole bunch of attention and yell at binary trans folk, I'm not sure what you're trying to do. Um, If you would like to dismantle all of gender as a whole, all I'm going to say is that there are people that identify... There there are people that identify. (laughs) There are people that identify as the genders that you have a problem with. So, um... Please stop erasing everyone's gender because you have a philosophical ideal that involves getting rid of gender. Um, How many more different ways can I say it? I'm just pissed. But I guess before I leave, this is the last thing I'll say. I just kind of think, how is it possible for a non-binary identity to be erased if the non-binary identity exists 
within the individual. I live non-binary every moment of every day. It is who I am. If somebody doesn't see that about me, if someone doesn't respect that about me, it doesn't upset me or surprise me because it's a personal thing that is who I am. I cannot express my non-binariness with my presentation because my presentation is interpreted by someone else's eyes, someone else's brain, and they use someone else's mouth to talk to me with someone else's words. And do I like the words that people say to my face all the time? Pretty much never. I almost never do. I kind of hate everybody. But why? Why? Non-binary folk who are feeling erased, non-binary folk who are feeling attacked, what is it about your non-binariness that you need to have respected? What is it? Because if there is something deep inside you that is fundamentally disrespected, constantly dismissed day to day by everyone you meet, I don't want to belittle anything, but that sounds like a huge problem. That sounds like a huge problem. You have to ask yourself the tough questions. What is it that's going to help me? What is it that's going to help my life? Is it changing my gender? Is it changing my clothing? Is it changing my friends? Is it changing my job? Is it changing the, 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 the groups that I associate with? That's what I'm trying to target. The groups that you associate with are the people who are talking to you about your identity, who are invalidating or validating your identity. And since I've stopped hanging out with people that nonstop invalidate my identity, I tell you, it's, it's really easy to exist and be confident and to know that I'm a non-binary trans man and to be at peace with that. The exact same way that if you're born male and you identify with your body and you feel comfortable and confident in your body and you learn about non-binary identities and you say, wow, you know, I've always felt like more than one thing. I've always felt like more than just a man. I've always identified really strongly with my female friends. Guess what? You can just be non-binary. You don't need to go on hormones. You don't need to change your name. You don't need to do any of that. You can just be non-binary. If you are a non-binary person who feels great need to change, that is a completely separate thing. You can do that too. But keep in mind, if you do decide to microdose, if you do decide to have surgical interventions, those changes are permanent. So no one is trying to invalidate the way that you feel. We're trying to caution you from making irreversible changes to your body. The number of times that I have seen that HRT is reversible 
would blow your fucking mind. HRT is not reversible, folks. It is not. The only version of HRT that is reversible is if you still have ovaries or testicles that work. And then it is not fully reversible. It is that you essentially are being trans the other way until you kind of level out and get rid of the hormone medicines. Your, your, Your body kicks in and starts making hormones again. Because the way that it works is you have predominantly testosterone or estrogen. If you add one or the other, it pushes the other down and raises the other. So, for example, I used to have predominantly estrogen. Now I have predominantly testosterone. I inject myself with just enough testosterone to raise my testosterone levels and suppress my estrogen levels. That is how it works. If you take a small dose of medicine, you're messing with your balance and it might not correct fully to whichever side in order to have balance. Are you going to be sick to the point where you die? No. But you're not going to be working at peak. You're not going to be working at full speed. You're just not. Um, It's not non-binary phobic to caution people from making irreversible changes to their body from medicine that might not necessarily get them the results that they want. If you go on hormones, you do not have control over the results that you get. How many more times do I have to say that? Do I need to come up with it? I should just learn new languages. I just, I'm, I'm frustrated. So I, I am discouraged and uh, frustrated with the amount of misinformation available to trans people. Um, The real reason that it discourages me is because I know from personal experience that we are pretty much limited to the information that we can find on the internet. That's how it is. So my solution, try to make my own resource, try to make my own information, talk about my real lived experience, talk about my real advice that I've received from a real endocrinologist who has his license, who has happy, healthy, trans, and non-binary patients. My endocrinologist treats non-binary patients. I asked him about a, a, a microdose versus a full dose, and he cautioned me away from doing the microdose. So, that's all I'm going to say. Uh... not all I'm going to say. It's a total, total lie. I'm going to keep yapping forever. And, um, the amount of transphobia within the trans community is alarming. It's just about as alarming as the amount of homophobia within the gay community and the queer community, uh, whatever terminology you decide to use. Um, I call it the gay community because uh, that's who runs the place. Um, And uh, uh, in the transgender community, it is is a lot more... uh, You just go to what you are trying to do. There's a community built for what you try to do. And um, 
I'm not saying it's perfect, but uh, I I see a lot of body dysphoria, gender dysphoria happening with these uh, non-binary folks. I understand that dysphoria is a very real problem for a lot of people. Uh, I have dysphoria. I struggle with this. Uh, non-binary people also struggle with dysphoria. I'm not trying to say anything about it. I am a non-binary person. Again, just a friendly reminder. Uh, but you know what would make me feel extremely dysphoric? Having low and disordered sex hormones. That would make me feel really dysphoric. So, um, again, if you're a non-binary person who wants to go on hormones to present more the other gender, you might, uh, you might end up being a transgender person who had a very hard time coming to terms with their identity. Um, that's been my experience. I also, I resent the notion that you cannot be both a transgender person and a non-binary person. And I, that is what the microdosing people, I think, uh, are trying to bring attention to, is being a non-binary, uh, person who transitions medically. That's, that's very trendy. And, uh, uh, I am a non-binary person who transitioned medically. All I'm saying is that how you take your hormones has a big effect on your overall health. You should not be taking hormones without a doctor's supervision. You should never take black market hormones. You don't know where it's coming from. You also do not know how to prescribe hormones to yourself. Period. You need someone else have blood work and monitor your levels. I'm sorry. It is just absolutely outrageous to imagine to come to here and to expect to be told that you can do black market hormones. Of course I'm not going to tell you to do that. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Why would I be the sort of resource that advocates going to a doctor and also be the sort of resource that advocates for a non-binary microdosing regimen that makes you ill. I No, go to the doctor, get their opinion, listen to your doctor. If your doctor prescribes you microdoses and you are unsatisfied with the effects and you stop taking it, then, then you know. If your doctor prescribes you microdose and you love it and then you up your dose, then you know. So I'm not saying don't do it. But what I, what I worry about as someone who knows people is that I worry that there are some teenagers who are going to try black market estrogen without supervision, get fucking blood clot in their lungs, fucking die. That's what I worry about. That keeps me up at night. And if that makes me a bad trans person, then so fucking be it. I am content. I am content. So, again, I don't know what else there is to talk about it. Non-binary is above gender. It is above the gender binary. So, 
why stoop to the gender binaries level? Why try to communicate to binary folk who you are when they won't and can't understand? Just be yourself. And take it one day at a time. If you're a non-binary person who, who is depressed and outraged by this content, uh, again, internal transphobia is a profound problem within the transgender community. Internal transphobia is what causes trans people to commit suicide. External transphobia is also a factor. External transphobia tells the internal transphobia that it's right. That's horrible. So, I cannot sleep at night knowing that some people are silencing their internal transphobia with drugs, things to push aside the processing. Uh, I just, I find it alarming uh, that this uh, genderqueer me person, uh, a huge part of their article is just about how much they weigh. And they were terrified of gaining weight on testosterone. That's the only way to describe it. This, they, they've been truly terrified of gaining weight and developing body hair. And, uh, you know, being a human on the earth is quite literally just 90 years of gaining weight and developing body hair. It does not matter which gender you are, you will be on this earth gaining weight and developing body hair. And the only reason that I talk about this is because I I see so many young queer people with crippling self-image problems. And some of it is dysphoria. I am not saying that it isn't. But there's, there's all different types of, of dysmorphia and dysphoria that, that people that are not transgender experience. And those are very real problems that, that you need to talk about and you need to get help for. And I'm sorry, but if you are a 35-year-old person whose goal is to weigh less than 100 pounds... Uh, there might be gender dysphoria mixed in there, but that sounds like a, a different problem. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying that there is a right and wrong way to have a body, but there is a healthy and unhealthy way to view yourself. And um, to nonstop be on a mission to be the smallest uh, person that you can want to be and also be hairless and to try to look like a child your whole life if your aesthetic is child there might be other problems that you are having a hard time coming to terms with 
that might not have anything to do with gender whatsoever. And, you know, what kind of trans resource would I be if I just lived in a fantasy world where trans people only had gender dysphoria and trans people only had body dysmorphia and and trans people all their problems were because of their gender and if you just take hrt all your problems will magically go away because now now you're transgender and now you're on the right path some people that's true but every trans person i know has other problems that need to they need to work on the same way every cis person i know has other problems that they need to work on so not all of our problems are because of gender and um you cannot control every single thing about your presentation you cannot but you should be working towards having a healthy happy body so um again i bet i have no more followers it just is what it is um i just so shoot me i care so much it just i care so much uh there are a lot of uh non-binary people that i've seen make posts that are just so so soaked head to foot saturated with fat phobia that it is a bit difficult for me to uh, ignore the extent of the fat phobia within the queer community um obviously the whole world hates fat people that's besides the point but queer people seem to be a bit extra self-conscious they seem to be a bit extra a bit extra worried about how they present to the world and um I I envision a world where a non-binary person can introduce themselves with their pronouns and have no fear of their appearance being micromanaged and dissected for the different elements that are male or female. I don't understand why non-binary is turning into a stereotypical hodgepodge of male and female attributes as if that means it's non-binary what about a version of non-binary that says i don't care about what male and female even is i just i just am that's the non-binary i am that's the non-binary i tried to be and that's the non-binary that you can't take a picture of you can't take a picture of it so I, I, I am frustrated. I get, I am, I am beyond mad about it. Beyond, uh, flustered is like another word I wanted to say just with the L flustered. You know what I mean? All right. That's enough. Good night. Good night.